The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslight.com slash SGP. That's coorslight.com slash SGP. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. And we're brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And we're giving away $500 in our NFL Draft Props contest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. The date is, it's Monday the 25th of April uh, and we are here with a bit of a turbo edition uh, of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, we're doing a same-day uh, card, same-day analysis. Uh, we normally get a, a day out, but there's only seven games tonight, uh, and we're up nice and early. Well, Dylan's up nice and early. Uh, it's 3pm in the afternoon, so we've got about eight hours to get this recorded and up uh, for your consumption. Uh, and joining us where it is nice and early, but he tells me he's an early riser, is Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, hello, mate. Hey, how's it going, Malcolm? Yeah, 10 a.m. here on the East Coast. Uh, not not the best weather we're having here in Maryland, but uh, allergies are kicking in. But hey, we're going to keep thriving and push forward. Is that a Tom Brady T-shirt you're wearing, by the way? Yeah, Tom Brady with oh. all of his rings on it. <laughs> wow, uh, excellent. Um, well, I am absolutely crippled from that double... I played a double header yesterday. Ball, I played every minute of both games as a 46-year-old man, and I am like the tin man today. Honestly, I am cannot barely put one foot in front of the other. It's absolutely appalling. You can hear me coming. I'm creaking. Uh, my weary bones are creaking. Uh, but it was lots of fun, and I know people like to know. So we split again, one game all. So that's uh, so we are now two and two on the season. Um, but How yeah, did you uh, bat? It was fun. I did some actual batting. I two. Uh, two at bats uh, through the infield into the outfield. Uh, one with genuine RBIs. There was uh, runners in position, and I uh, stroked go. one between between first and second base into the outfield. I did strike out uh, with the bases loaded um, as oh. the tie-in run in the second game. We were eleven-seven down. I came up with the bases loaded and two outs. Yeah, and I struck out looking to end the game. Uh, so that was a lesson wow. learned. I think I needed to expand my strike zone. I now understand what that means. Uh, so I, le- I learned the hard way what that means. But um, yeah, it was loads of fun, which is the entire point of getting out on a Sunday in the sunshine and having a game. Um, yeah, really, this is quite a fun looking card, a little, little truncated card. I quite enjoyed um, handicapping this on the day because it meant there was a few more markets available. Normally we get... Um, Money lines, some run lines, and over unders. Uh, but see a few player props and stuff uh, because we're on the same day of the game. So I managed to fetch out uh, a couple of different things today. So hopefully we'll have some more exotic bets for you uh, to look at today. The first game up uh, on this evening's card is uh, there's no day baseball. 
Um, let me just get my little page up. Uh, Time-wise, it is. Sorry about this, folks. There we go. It is a 6-10 Eastern uh, first pitch, which is the San Francisco Giants at the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Sam Long is the starting pitcher for San Francisco. We'll talk more about that in a little minute. And Corbin Burns uh, goes for the Brewers. The lines are... Sorry, my laptop's just... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa there, Silver. My laptop's just needs a bit of warming up. Uh, San Francisco on the money line are plus 167. Uh, the Brewers are 2-1 to one on favourites, minus 200. Uh, the overall under set on seven. Um, I mentioned Sam Long with a slight question mark in my voice. Um, it, uh, it's, a, it's a bullpen game. He, he's pitched in four games so far this season, gone 1-1-2. One, one and two. So he's, he's going to be an opener. Uh, in the more traditional sense, if there is one of them. Um, he's pitched 4.2 innings this season over those four appearances. Uh, gave up two hits, no earned runs and struck out four. Uh, opened by pitching two innings last time out. Um, I think following him, or certainly following him last time, uh, was Jacob Junis, a uh, bit of a veteran, a name you'll probably know. Um, he followed Lang, pitch, pitched five innings, uh, gave up three hits, also no earned runs. Um, with four strikeouts. That was at Washington. Uh, so decent lines for both players, but uh, fairly anemic opposition. Um, Corbin Burns goes for the Brewers, which is why they are their two to one uh, on favourites. Uh, one and all in his three game start and 19 innings pitched, 11 hits, five earned runs uh, with 22 Ks. Um, he's had fairly soft opposition as well in his three games. Um, Dylan. Uh, give us your handicap on this Giants-Brewers game. Yeah, I got Sam Long going as well. Uh, I think it, it will be a bullpen game. I, I imagine him going about two, three innings, like you said. Uh, but I think their bullpen's going to be really rested. They swept the Nationals as opposed to the Brewers, who had a pretty interesting uh, series against the Phillies. But uh, I'll take the one and a half with the Giants at minus 120 over at win bet. There's no way Corbin Burns should be a minus 180 against this Giants club, I think. I made the Brewers a minus 160 favorite. So I do see some value on the Giants on the money line, to be honest. So typically, I, I, I mentioned to you earlier on in the season, I like to fade teams that just played on Sunday Night Baseball. Now they have to travel all the way back to Milwaukee. They probably got in during the middle of the night. So not a good spot for them, I think, especially with their bats. They're 28th in the league in batting average. The Orioles and Nationals have better bats than them this year. So I just trust the Giants more in this spot, especially the way Jock Peterson has been swinging the bat. So I, I, And I think they have the more wet, well-rested bullpen. So give me the Giants plus one and a half here. Yeah, mate, you've just um, used same words to where uh, or different words to describe exactly what I've got written down in my notes here. Um, the Giants are going along really nicely. They're, they're seven and three uh, on the road. They've won three in a row. They're averaging nearly five runs per game. And I'm completely and utterly mm -hmm. unconvinced by this uh, Brewers lineup. Um, they're 10 and six. They've got an expected win loss record of eight and eight. Uh, they've got a run dif differential of minus two, which gives you, I think, a fairly accurate representation of where they've been. Uh, I did write down Giants uh, plus one and a half, uh, minus 30, and possibly even uh, might be my dog at plus 165 on the money line. So, yeah, um, I didn't factor in that Sunday night angle as well. So, yeah, I love that, Dylan. That just adds more fuel to my fire. So, yeah, Giants there for me too. 
Uh, the second game on the card is the Colorado Rockies, the best team in baseball at the minute, are they? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, they go to the Philadelphia Phillies with Kyle Freeland uh, on the mound for Colorado and Kyle Gibson. It's a Kyle off um, in, in <laughs> Philly this evening. Kyle Gibson goes for the Phillies. Um, Freeland has a 7.71 ERA. Get in. Um, he's pitched tw- uh, 14 innings. He's given up 20 hits and 12 earned runs, uh, five walks and struck out 10. Um, a 1.79 whip there as well. Uh, a high number there. He's been letting ducks on the punt. Uh, Gibson is one and one with a 3.57 ERA, uh, 17.2 innings pitched, seven earned runs and 19 Ks um, over that time. Um, I don't mind Freeland occasionally, but normally it's best to take him at home. Um He's been consistently hit this year, six, nine, and five. So, like I say, he's allowing base runners. Um, Gibson's last start was at Colorado. Um, so, it, it gives us a bit of a steer towards him facing that lineup, uh, even though in a bit of an alien environment. Uh, he pitched six innings, gave up six hits and three earned runs while striking out three. Um, Colorado at 10 and five. Uh, surprise start. They've won um, about 20% of the games that kind of they were supposed to win the entire season. So uh, quite a nice story like that for Colorado. Um, in their last 10 games, Philly are only three and seven and have lost uh, two in a row. They haven't scored a load of runs. Um, like I say, I don't mind using uh, Freeland on occasion. So this time I'm going to use him to try and keep the score down. So um, with the with a underperforming Philly side, I take the under eight and a half. I didn't actually give the lines out before I started handicapping that. Uh, Colorado plus 166, Philly minus 198 with that over under at 8.5. Um, so yeah, um, not a huge lean for me this, um, but yeah, just slightly towards the under at eight and a half. And I know you'll have a, you'll have a uh, Rockford line on that. Yeah, my total's at 8.4. Right now, I'm seeing Ooh. a win bet at, at, at a nine. So oh, I would nice. even jump on the nine as well. Yeah, I'll co-sign on the under. Very weird line here, in my opinion. I did make the Phillies a minus 160 favorite, but personally, the number has just gone too high for me. Uh, I needed a plus 160 or better f- to take a shot with the Rockies. So I'm seeing that win bet a plus 170 Hopefully money continues to come in on the Phillies so I could even get a better place with Colorado. I do think uh, the Phillies have the pitching advantage with Gibson on the mound. Uh, he he was great in his first start at home, going seven innings, only giving up two hits uh, and 10 strikeouts. And like I said, during the first game we talked about, I like to fade teams who just played on Sunday night. The Rockies are second in the league in batting average. And good thing about them is that they don't strike out a lot. CJ Crone, he's been on fire with the bat. Small sample size, but Colorado, they're four and one on the road, eight and three as an underdog. We talked about it with Dave Sharpin, Dave Sharpin on the last episode. The I don't we don't think the market has adjusted to the Colorado Rockies and how good they actually are. They keep being this huge underdog. So we're just going to keep taking advantage of this plus price. And with the reverse with the Phillies, they're four and five at home, five and seven as a favorite. So at a plus 170, and probably my dog of the day, I'll probably be on the Rockies here. You're on mute. I was on mute. I haven't done that for about six episodes, Dylan. I was due one. Uh, it's my cup of tea, Gary, but I, uh, I always mute you to drink my cup of tea. Uh, apologies for that. Next up is a uh, fascinating matchup. Um, 
mainly for me because these two pitchers faced each other last time out to face these two sides last time, which gives which should give us a steer as to how tonight might possibly go. It's the Boston Red Sox at the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Nate Ivaldi goes for Boston. And Jose Barrios goes for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Boston are a plus 107 dog. Toronto minus 126. And the over under is set at eight. Uh, Ivaldi is 1-0 with a 3.68 ERA. Uh, pitched 14.2 innings, given up six earned runs and struck out 19. Uh, Barrios has a 6.35 ERA, uh, mainly from that absolute write-off start uh, first time up where he got one batter out uh, and went for a shed load of runs. Uh, his line in uh, in totality is 11.1 innings pitched, uh, 17 hits, um, eight earned runs with only six strikeouts. So, harking back to that last game then, which was on the 19th, um, so round about five days back, Yvaldi uh, went 4.2 in that game, uh, gave up one earned run uh, on seven hits, uh, where Barrios pitched six innings, he gave up one earned run on eight hits. So I just thought that the uh, over or under um, looked low on the grounds that these two gave up. F- there was 15 base runners here. There was a lot of uh, runners left on base at the end of innings. Um, so the fact that they saw each other last week, it's almost as if they're seeing each other the fourth time through the order. Um, you sort of see players pulled after seeing after seeing a... Uh, second time through the order. Um, so I just thought that both uh, both teams will be ready uh, to, to take advantage of seeing, seeing the picture last week um, and the fact that they did leave. Uh, they left a lot of runners on base last week. So with that over and under set at eight, I was very happy to take it over in this one, Dylan. Yeah, I like the over as well. I set my line at eight and a half, eight point eight, excuse me. So at an eight, I love the over. I expect a lot of runs in this one. So I made my uh, team total for the Blue Jays four point seven and the Red Sox four point one. So maybe you want to attack the Blue Jays team total over. Um, but for me, give me the Blue Jays in this spot. I made them a minus one forty favorite. So at a minus one twenty, I'm seeing over at WinBet. I like them. Uh, besides the little hiccup they had yesterday, they kind of turned things around, especially with their bats. George Springer's back in the fold, which is huge defensively and offensively. And I just think these two teams are just going in a different direction. Blue Jays have won four out of their last five, while Red Sox have lost four out of their last five. I think we get a bounce back start from Barrios at home. He was good against the Red Sox his last time out. So I think he'll have another solid outing at home. So give me the Blue Jays minus 120 on the money line. Yeah, that division's just trying, they're starting to shake out now into what looks like it's going to be the natural order of things uh, as the season progresses. Uh, Dylan mentioned earlier that he'd found one of his best signs of the day on WinBet, uh, and they are the title sponsor of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, so make sure to get over there uh, where WinBet have a $10 to win 200 bucks promotion, uh, where a $10 bet will qualify for, for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win's own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose or push. A three or more team leg Build Your Own Parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. Loads to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. 
Offers subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Next game on the card is the New York Mets at the St. Louis Cardinals. 7.45 Eastern first pitch time. And good, good looking pitching matchup here. This is Max Scherzer against Miles Mikolas. The lines are the Mets are minus 151, uh, short price favourites. The cards are plus 128. The over or under is set at an understandable seven. Uh, Max Scherzer, 3-0 with a 2.5 ERA. Do you expect anything different? Uh, he's pitched 18 and he's given up just nine hits, five earned runs, and struck out 23 in the process. Uh, Miles Mikolas, however, uh, has a shorter ERA. He's 1-0 with a 1.76 ERA. He's pitched 15 innings. Uh, striking out 13. Dylan, uh, pitching Julia, what do you think? Yeah, Malcolm, I like the Metropolitans here. No surprise is on the road. I'm a Met fan. I grabbed the opening line at minus 135. So at a minus 140, that is the limit I would take on the Mets. Uh, the Cardinals are actually a scrappy team and they're doing it with their pitching, not really with their bats. But Scherzer, he's pitched well on the road. He's 2-0 and and opponents are only hitting 211 off of him. So uh, Cardinals, they also haven't been able to hit righties at, at great either. They're only hitting 231 against righties. Besides Nolan Arenado and Tommy Edmond, the rest of the lineup has been struggling. Now they got to face one of the best pitchers in the National League, in my opinion. I don't think this is a good spot for him. The Mets, they're fifth in the league in batting average, second in total runs, first in hits. They're smashing the ball, and I, I think they'll be able to put a couple runs on, um, on the other pitcher, McKillis. Is that how you pronounce it? Mikolas. Um, yeah, Mikolas, I go for. Mikolas, yeah. So with that, I, I just I, I trust the Mets a little more. So I'm just going to take them on the money line. Um, yeah, I looked at this. This was too tight for me. I couldn't I couldn't reach a conclusion. Unfortunately, I wasn't good enough. Um, everywhere I looked, it was just too tight. The under was very skinny, but understandably so. Um, I couldn't find any particularly attractive player props. Like you say, the cards have underwhelmed me with the bats. Um, the, the Mets haven't been great with the bats, but I've been getting it done. Uh, they've been quite professional, actually, which isn't something you can normally uh, associate with the Mets. Um, but yeah, they, they've, they've scored 81 runs in the 17 games. They've got it. They've got a really high run differential because the, the, the pitching's been been going quite well. Um, I just got, I couldn't find a fault. Uh, in New York that wanted me to take the cards. But equally, at that point, everything just became a little bit too skinny for me. So, yeah, uh, a very rare no bet from me. Uh, we let Dylan stand with the, uh, with the New York Mets. Next on the card is the Houston Astros at the Texas Rangers. Uh, 8.05 Eastern first pitch. Framba Valdez uh, goes for Houston. And Dane Dunning uh, goes for the Texas Rangers. The Lions are... Houston are minus 135 favourites. Texas plus 116. The over or under is set at eight. Um, Fran Bavaldez is has a one-and-one one record with a 4.5 ERA. Uh, pitched 14 innings. Uh, struck out 12 uh, through that time. Dane Dunning is 0-1 with a 5.68 ERA. Uh, pitched 12.2 innings, eight in runs and 14 Ks. Um, this was a fairly straightforward handicap of the game to me. Uh, I had Houston to Houston were just about 
uh, backable. I think at minus one thirty six, um, the, it's the better team with a better pitcher. It's not that complicated. However, I did say at the top of the show that recording on the day of the show allowed us to um, investigate some some player props. Maybe um, Framber Valdez in his last two starters walked four batters and five batters. Uh, and I went back through the game log through the end of uh, last season. Kind of in the last 12 games, there was little runs where he did this. Um, there was there was a four-game stretch where he walked four, three, six, five. Um, Framba Valdez, over two and a half walks uh, is at plus 250, um, six to four. So uh, quite a, a nice price, a fancier price than you're going to get on any money line dog here. Uh, so Framba Valdez to walk three or more. Um, just to something a little bit different, uh, something we don't often get to pick. Um, because we're normally handicapping a day out. So I thought that was an interesting looking bet to me uh, over two and a half walks for Valdez. What do you think, Dylan? Yeah, I like that. I, I think sometimes Framber Valdez, he gets into trouble trying to locate his pitches in this particular spot. So, I, and I think the, the, um, the Rangers, they, t- they, they do a good job taking pitches. So I think that's a good, and especially at a plus price, I like that play. Uh, for me, I like a, I like a sign. I'm going to, like you said, it's pretty straightforward. I'm going to take the Astros here on the money line. I got them at minus 132, the opening line I see at minus 135, minus 136 right now. I still like them there. Uh, I know they haven't been the hottest team as of late, but I'm hoping they found their rhythm yesterday and that nice comeback uh, win against the Blue Jays, that walk-off two-run home run. And like you said, I, I'm in favor of Framber Valdez in this spot too against Dane Dunning. He didn't have the best start last time out against the Angels, but this Ranger lineup, they only have one guy hitting above 300. So the Rangers, they're just one in five at home. And I just got to fade Dane, Dane Dunning in this spot. He gives up a lot of hard contacts. He walks a lot of batters. So I just can't trust him in this lineup that could at any moment explode for a lot of runs. So I'm going to be on the Astros here on the money line. Yeah, cool sign that, uh, Dylan. The penultimate game on this evening's card is the Cleveland Guardians at the LA Angels, uh, which is a 9.38 Eastern first pitch. Uh, Shane Bieber, the Guardians ace pitcher, uh, is on the hill for Cleveland. And Michael Lorenzo, swingman, uh, goes for the LA Angels. The lines are minus 107 for Cleveland, um, and minus 112. So pretty much a pick him. Uh, the Angels minus 112. The overall under is set at eight. Uh, Shane Bieber has a 1-0 record with a 2.25 ERA and a 0.69 whip. Uh, struck out 16 over 16s and then pitched. Uh, Michael Lorenzo is 1-1, one one, 4.82 ERA. Pitched 9.1 innings, uh, five in runs and nine strikeouts. Dylan, how did you see this one? Yeah, another spot here, Malcolm, where I like the road team. Shane Bieber fever. He's on the bump for the Guardians, and he's probably one of my favorite pitchers besides the girl. I might have to get one of his jerseys soon. Hopefully he stays on the Guardians, but I think he's off to a pretty solid start. He's only given up four runs and 16 innings pitched. I think he could keep the ball low. He should have success against this Angel lineup. I I think this is the perfect bounce back spot for the Guardians after getting swept and after dealing with all the antics in the crowd at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> the Angels, they just lost two of three from the stinky Orioles. So that's not good. The Guardians are actually a 500 team on the road. So I think Bieber will give the Guardians a good start on the road. Yeah, I'm going to side with the better pitcher in my eyes. So I'm going to take the Guardians on the money line. And as for the total, 
I know it's at eight, but I lean over. I set my total at 8.2. Both of these teams are good over teams, and they smash the ball. So I would lean over, and I'm going to be on the Guardians here. Uh, we're going to have to uh, start checking um, with each other what we've picked before. Because at some point, there already needs one of us to do this pod because we keep arriving at the same conclusion. Um, <laughs> Cle- Cleveland Moneyline was my pick as well. Um, Bieber's reliable He's more than reliable. He's very good, actually. And and Cleveland have actually been going along okay. They've been scoring runs. Lorenzen, I had my fingers burned by him. I think uh, I definitely picked him up in fantasy uh, for his bad start. Um, and I think I picked him on the podcast uh, that night, whatever night he pitched last week. Because um, like I say, he could, he'd been coming out the pen, but he's been uh, sort of looking to go as their fifth starter. Um so, yeah, good start, bad start. I'd need to see it again uh, from Lorenzo. Uh, I kept him on my fantasy team. I'd given him one more life. But just tonight, I just thought that Bieber was sort of considerably um, better uh, better positioned for the win. And at minus 119, it wasn't a particularly prohibitive price uh, for on two really middle-of-the-road teams, uh, two 500-looking teams. So uh, it was a case of just, just a better pitcher uh, in that unconvincing Angels lineup for me. So yeah, I'm gonna wear uh, I'm gonna take the Guardians as well. Uh last uh but not least on the card is a bit of a uh, mismatch here at uh 9:40 Eastern uh first pitch is the LA Dodgers at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um Walker Bueller goes for the Dodgers, and Merrill Kelly goes for Arizona. Uh, the Dodgers are a short minus one ninety one favorite. Uh, Arizona plus one sixty one. Over or under is set at eight and a half. Walker Bueller goes for the Dodgers with his four point zero two ERA. Um, pitched fifteen point two innings in his three starts. He struck out eleven. Um, he's got quite a high whip one point four seven. So he has been allowing a few a few base runners. Uh, Merrill Kelly's been great uh, for Arizona. He's one and zero, uh, 0.59 ERA through his 15 innings pitched, in which he's uh, given up eight, uh, sorry, recorded 18 strikeouts. Um, yeah, Bueller gave up eight hits last time out against Atlanta. Um, but Atlanta are not Arizona. Uh, Merrill Kelly's been really good, and I'm quite pleased for him. He's someone we've sort of followed uh, on the pod for a couple of years. and you normally get a decent run out of him and always at a big price. I mean, this is round about the price he's always going to be because Arizona are just that bad, plus 161. Um, So he's going to give you a chance uh, and you'll be able to cash a few tickets this season. Um, I looked at the Merrill Kelly K props, um, but I couldn't find any. Walker Bueller was priced up for everything, uh, but Merrill Kelly wasn't. So I had to to get off that one. the, like I said, the, the money line uh, action wasn't particularly attractive. Um, I do think the Dodgers are going to win the game. I came to uh, everybody's favourite, the old classic, uh, no run first inning. Because um, <laughs> sometimes it could be a little bit too juiced. This was minus 120. I'm, I'll happily take a minus 120 price. Uh, so a no on the no run first inning. Um Arizona might never score again. And um, and I think Merrill Kelly can go okay. I think he can, uh, he can get out that first unscathed, uh, even though um, the, the Dodgers might get to Arizona at some point. So, yeah, a bit of a, a, bit of a cheesy old classic here for me. And it's a no-run first inning 
at minus 120. Uh, Dylan, what do you think of that? Yeah, you said uh, the, the Scherzer-Mikolas matchup was probably one of, one of the best pitchers. I think this is a better pitching matchup. Merrick Kelly and Walker Bueller. Uh, I did favor the Dodgers up to a minus 170, but I like the total in this one. I was able to grab an eight and a half at plus money over on win bet. So I'm going to go with that. I made my line 7.9, so I was happy to grab an eight and a half. Everyone knows about Walker Buehler, but he's actually off not to the greatest start, in my opinion. Uh, so you got to think there's going to be some positive regression coming for him. Now he's going to go against a lineup who isn't the best. And uh, But I think the story is how good Merrill Kelly has been. It's a shame he's on the D-backs because they just can't give him any runs or any support. He's only given up one run in 15 innings. His walks are down. He's striking out a lot of batters. So the Dodgers, they've gone under this number four out of their last five games, while the Diamondbacks have gone under this number three out of their last five games. So I think we see a pitching duel, especially in the first five innings. So if you want to go under first five, the number I'm just going to take the full game. Cause I trust the bullpens here. I'm going to dive under eight and a half at this plus money price. Excellent. Uh, love that too, Dylan. Um, okay. We've got through that, uh, that little seven game card for tonight. Before we get to our lock and dog, I'm just going to tell you how much I enjoyed a Coors Light or two in the bath, uh, after standing out in center field. for what was about nine hours yesterday. Um, only beer that's made to chill and there's no better time for it than when you've had a long day, busy day, uh, competed, uh, sweat, blood and tears uh, for the Newcastle Night Talks. I very much enjoyed the Coors Light. It's the only beer that's literally made to chill. Uh, the bottles and the cans turned blue when the beer was cold, so I knew they were ready to go. When I needed to hit reset, uh, which I very much did last night, um, I turned to Coors Light, crisp and refreshing, as the Colorado Rockies, uh, perfect for a moment to unwind. Uh, get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslight.com slash SGP. That's coorslight.com SGP. Remember to always celebrate responsibly. Uh, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Okay, lock and dog time. Um, I can let you go first here, even though you stole my lock a couple of weeks ago, because I think we're going to get on the same dog here. Um, but I think we've got different logs. So, Dylan, what have you got? Okay, so for my lock, I'm going to go with Munaf's Houston Astros. I got a fade day dunning at home. The Rangers are just one in five at home. Only one guy hitting above 300. And I think Framber Valdez, he has a good start against this Ranger team. So I'm going to take the Astros on the money line at minus 135 as my lock. And as my dog, I'm going to go out to Philly and take the Rockies. I just don't trust them at, at this plus price. So I think Freeland, you got to pick and choose his starts, but I think I just just trust the bats more for the Rockies. I think they're going to be able to get to Gibson a little more. CJ Crone, like I said, he's been on fire. And the Rockies, they just do good in this underdog role. They're eight and three. They're four and one on the road. So at plus one seventy, it's way too. It, it shouldn't be one seventy. So I'm going to take that plus price with the Rockies as my dog. Okay, I love this. I'm uh, I'm exuding confidence here, Dylan. I think we've. Uh... I think we've got this right, which is normally a recipe for absolute bloodshed later on, uh, but we'll find out. My luck is going to be that 
uh, Boston and Toronto over, over eight at minus mm. 110. I just couldn't get away with it. Both teams, they saw the pitches last week and the two pitches gave up uh, 15, uh, 15 hits. Um, and I think the number's so low because they only gave up one earned run. Um, but on another day, that could easily have finished 7-4, 7-5, something like that. Uh, and I think that's the way it'll go tonight. So eight, I think, was way too low. Uh, my dog, which is where I thought you were going to go, is the San Francisco Giants, back to the top of the show. Uh, loads of reasons for it. The, the Brewers' bats have been con- uh, unconvincing. The Giants' bullpen is rested. Their opener strategy with Long uh, and Judas following has been successful before. The Brewers coming off the Sunday night game, as you pointed out. Loads of stuff. And the Giants are a plus 165 dog there. Uh, so a big price with a lot of uh, arrows in their favour. So I'm happy to take that one. Um, yeah, and that's it. Uh, yeah, we get this up and we get this out. So you've got time to consume and get your bets on before tonight. Um, and uh, we'll be back later on to uh, have a look through Tuesday's games as well, Dylan. Uh, have, you, have you cast your eye over Tuesday yet? No, I still have another pod to record. I'm diving deep. To, this week's the uh, NFL draft on Thursday. So I'm diving yeah. deep into the NFL draft. Uh, got some props up. So, uh, yeah, I'm just diving into that right now. I'll, I'll be on tomorrow's pod to dive into Wednesday's games, though. Excellent. Yeah, there's loads of NFL draft stuff on the uh, SGPN app and on uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, so if you need to know anything about the NFL draft, that is definitely the place to be. Uh, Dylan, thank you very much. Um, appreciate sure. it. I will possibly speak to you on Wednesday. Uh, good to get everyone tonight. Uh, we'll speak to you in a few hours and we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.